Blog Talk Radio. holidays you know it's hammer time for me Me too yeah man just um you know bowl season starts in in about a week so that's right so 
Celebration Bowl for me on the 21st, and then, of course, holidays right. are, are, are coming soon. So just doing preparation for that. But just had um, the most spirited conversation about uh, African-American Uh-oh. Christmas music classics. Is that a and what like a uh, oh, like, like as far as beef among African American Christmas classics? Yes. And <laughs> one song that I consider to be a Christmas classic that people are like, uh, that's not about Christmas. I'm like, it is, just not in the traditional way. And that song would be Players Ball by yeah, Outkast. Wait a minute, exactly. That's a Christmas song. That's a Christmas yes. song. That is a Christmas song. The first pick, time pick that the song... Pick the kitties up is a Christmas song? I'm sorry? <laughs> pick, pick the kitties up is a Christmas song? You know, oh, that no, that no. Song? Oh, no, 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 no. It is what it is. You know, of course you're talking about players' balls and, 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 and right, drinking right. and smoking and, and being in the hood, but it's their Christmas from their perspective. You know, it's like in the hood, Christmas don't necessarily change. That's how we live life. Right. That's how we gonna live it on Christmas. Huh. Interesting. So, what's another quick example? Oh, that's just the the, the biggest beef, of course, is is whether or not that's a Christmas song <laughs> okay. or not. But uh, oh, Got and it. also uh, a few of my favorite things. That's another one that kind of comes up in conversation too. But of course, being my in favorite things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Christmas. Yeah. That's a Christmas exactly. song. That's a different Christmas exactly. song. That's why I try to tell people. But, you know, being a Washingtonian, we have our go-go classics as well. So there's just certain songs All right. here. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. There's a version done by a classic go-go band by the name of Pleasure. If it's not played in the oh, okay. D.C. area at least once a Who week that, during y'all? Christmas, yeah, then, you know, yeah. it, it, it ain't Christmas. Right. Right. Ah, interesting, interesting. Well, now you're gonna make me go to Google and Google <laughs> pleasure, right? Is that the name of the band, Pleasure. Yes, Santa Claus is coming to town. Pleasure. Yes, okay. Pleasure. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look that up now. I'm very curious. But yeah, for those of you who don't know, as far as Christmas songs go, my favorite thing is a Christmas song. There I you don't go. care what anybody says. It's a Christmas song. The International Players Club. I gotta, I gotta examine that a little bit more. But that's a compelling argument. And there's no yeah. argument about Players Club. That's a, that, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> rest in peace. Um, not big, not big, not um, big bum, but the but his partner uh, in UDK. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Pimp Yeah, Pimp Yeah. Pimp yeah. Rest in peace, Pimp 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 UGK. Yes, sir. And what was that? Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> College football playoff semifinals. I think we yes. all agree that from the first four, right? I think we all agree LSU was the best squad all year. They got the better mm-hmm. wins than Ohio State. Even though, like, breaking down between LSU and Ohio State is almost like splitting hairs because they're both fantastic squads. Yes. As, uh-huh. as well as Clemson. Clemson mm-hmm. happens, to be, happens to be that big dog with the shitty schedule. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault that the ACC sucked this year. Um, yeah. But they did what they had to do. They pulled a Florida State from the 90s. When they joined mm-hmm. the ACC, they kicked everybody's asses. Yeah. They took names. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and, also they, and also, they did beat Texas A&M and South Carolina. Um, 
And then the fourth, it's like there's a big-ass drop-off from one through three to four. So the first three were pretty much like almost like splitting hairs because all three are great. Mm-hmm. And then it's that fourth spot. It's like whether it was Oklahoma, Utah, it didn't really freaking matter. It's like a huge-ass drop-off, right? So mm-hmm. pretty much who was who who on the who out of Oklahoma, Utah, Oregon, maybe Wisconsin if they were lucky, who were going to be who was going to earn the right to be the sacrificial lamb to LSU? <laughs> and of course, that honor went to Oklahoma, and it's ever so. They split Baylor. Mm-hmm. Baylor had that shot. Baylor should have beaten them twice this year, but they had that shot. They didn't take it, so that's on yeah. them. But mm-hmm. but, ne- but nevertheless, I think the committee got the first four right, the top four right. Yeah. I think that um, Ohio State and Clemson is going to be one hell of a semifinal. Yeah, Not so true. much LSU and Oklahoma, because I think LSU is going to murder Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your quick thoughts on the top four? I think we're sharing a brand on the top four. But what are your thoughts on as far as competitiveness and the upcoming semifinals? You are absolutely correct. We do share a brain. And I think it's it's a mm. lot more sharing than probably what needs to be um, because mm-hmm. you said exactly what I said <laughs> on, on, on Sleazy on Tuesday because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I love the fellows for this, you know, Coach and, and Lou. You know, they like to argue about spots five through ten, right? And, yeah, mm-hmm. those, those spots are important, but let's not get it twisted. The only thing that really matters, and let's be real, are the top four teams and who makes it to the playoffs and who's going to win the national championship. The other games are basically seeding for bowl games. That's all it is. Do I want this right. team to play where? Where do I want this team to play? That's all that is. Right. Except for yeah. the bowl games that get their allotted champions. Outside of that, it is what it is, right? And right. my right. thoughts. And, you know, my thoughts, which I said was exact shared with yours, it was like after you get past number three, it is legit a toss-up because you have the, 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 the elite right now, which is LSU, Ohio State, and, and Clemson. And then, like you said, it is that huge drop-off. And depending on, upon what could have happened, that number four spot could have gone to several teams, and you named them all with, of course, Oklahoma being right. that team. Now, with Ohio State moving down to number two, I, I, I saw that coming while mm-hmm. watching the Big Ten championship game because I'm, I'm like, yep. you know, Wisconsin yep. is doing what they're doing, right? Right. If they win this game. In the first half, they did work. Yeah. Yes, yes, they did, especially in that first half. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I got yeah. a little cocky and thought it was over with and then thought Wisconsin had it. But Ohio State proved me otherwise wrong and, and, and showed why they are who they are, right? But mm-hmm. Wisconsin did just enough damage to make Ohio State look vulnerable enough to fall out of that number one spot. And that's what I told the guys. I was like, regardless of what happens here, the damage is done. With, with LSU looking the way that they looked against Georgia, they were going to move up to the number one spot. Un- unless right. Ohio State was dominant from pole to pole, which they weren't. Matter of fact, like I just said, they looked horrible that first half. So 
they did their part in knocking them down to number two. And like you said, it's going to be a very interesting slugfest to see Ohio State against Clemson. And in um in that yeah. that, that that's going to be that the game two three playoff game that's, that's going to be the game. Everyone's saying that that's going to be the game that you that, that proves the 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 champion. I don't know. We'll have to see, and it'll be interesting to see how Oklahoma looks against LSU. You know, you got Jalen Hurd going up against you know his old SEC opponent in in LSU, but um this ain't that LSU team that he used to face. So it's going to be real right. interesting to see whether or not <laughs> they can play up to that level because Oklahoma has been kind of on this this weird downward slide. I'm not going to call it a, a fall or a spiral. It's just been this interesting slide where they've played well. They just haven't played dominant, and especially as dominant as the other three. But I was hoping – that Oregon would be able to come in and cause some chaos at that number four spot. But I didn't think they were going to be good enough mm-hmm. to compete with LSU. No way. I just wanted to see some chaos. That's all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? I was hoping for some chaos, you know, but I think the drama <laughs> – I think the drama ended when LSU just violated Georgia. They, it was a violation. Yeah. It wasn't even a curb stop. It was a violation. Um, as soon as that happened, I'm like, well, there's your top spot right there. There's your number one. Mm-hmm. Because if you take into account of their, of their uh, resume, this is the way they did, they, they did work on Georgia. Was just, for some reason, the number four team in the CF, in the college football playoff poll, even though they did lose to South Carolina at home, which I still – well, I, it's, okay, shit. I guess Georgia had great – had some good wins. They beat, they beat Florida. They beat Auburn. But still mm-hmm. – they lost to South Carolina at home. The same South Carolina that got curb stomped <laughs> by Clemson the last game of the season. Go fucking figure. Yeah. But anyway, that's not an idea. Yeah, and you know what? You sound like the fellas because they still hold that loss against Georgia as well, and they won't let it go. Yeah. And, and that's their that's their, 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 their pole they like to stick me with whenever I discuss Florida mm-hmm. Georgia, even though I've been known to say on many occasions, never trust Georgia. They just, for whatever right. reason, just keep dropping the bag <laughs> year in the year out over the past it's been 10 like years. That for several years. It's been like that yes. since the 80s. I mean, after, yes. after uh, Herschel Walker helped them lead them to that title, they've been like that. They've been all talk. They're all, that's Georgia fan in that show. All yes. talk. Year after year after year. Mm-hmm. The Mark Rick era, and especially now with Kirby Smart in town, you know, tearing mm-hmm. up on the recruiting trail. You know, they just, that's all you hear, just talk, 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 But anyway, okay, the point is, is this. It's like when Utah, I mean, all, I think if Utah didn't, I mean, Utah, that was just weak. I was disappointed in Utah because I think if Utah, I first believe if Utah beat Oregon, they would have been that fourth spot. I, yeah, I still believe they would have been that four spot. They would have been the four yeah. spot. Because, A, they were ranked higher than Oklahoma. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because Oklahoma had that bad loss. I mean, I call it bad loss. To, to uh, Kansas State, albeit it was on the road. But mm-hmm. still, you and Utah lost at USC. USC is, is better to me than Kansas State. So, mm-hmm. I, I, to, I think that Kansas State, the fact that Utah would have had a win over 
damn good Oregon team, um, that would have been enough for me. Because I mean, what what's, what's Oklahoma's claim to fame? They beat Baylor twice. Baylor, that's the yeah. claim to fame as far as that as far as those wins. So Utah would have gotten that spot over them. Now again, they would have Utah would have had the, the right to be the sacrificial lamb to LSU because because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean Utah can't keep up with LSU. They got the defense, but not the offense to keep up with them. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll say this, bro. I like Jalen Hurts a lot personally. I like his story. I like the fact that he was a team guy in Alabama mm-hmm. when he was like pulled for for uh, for tour. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing a damn thing in Oklahoma this year, but he's he's a bit lim- more limited than uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, of course. But yeah. I, I think that due to his familiarity with LSU, I think it would have been competitive early, but I still think LSU is going to put a beat down on them in the second half because I, I don't think Oklahoma's defense, albeit improved, would be able to keep up with uh, with, with LSU. And, and LSU's defense has tightened it up well over the past couple of weeks. So there, there is that. But I, but to me, and I think you agree, I think you agree with this. Well, I say I don't really have a beef with the top four. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a great semifinals. Uh, but, you know, I think it'll be all four be entertaining in their own way. But, you know, of course, this is the time of year where in another week we get to sit our asses on the couch and watch bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl because there are like a thousand of them. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure there's like a – there's a razor – there's a pepto bismol toilet bowl out there somewhere. And, you know, <laughs> you've got toilet and tiger bowl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you get to talk to the Tiger Bowl and the Texas yeah, Bowl, bowl yeah. and the Tax Slayer Bowl. And, yeah, get ready because yeah. we're, we're going to do our bowl preview show this coming Tuesday. There so go. we're going to we, okay, we get a cool. tidbit on in. every bowl game this bowl season, all 39 of them. Nice. So, yeah, get get ready. Nice. Um, but, yeah, this the Popeye's Bowl. Um, the Afro-Sheen Bowl. I'm sure there's an Afro-Sheen Bowl out there somewhere. Man, I wish. I wish. Matter of fact, <laughs> got a bowl for there it is. Afro-Sheen Bowl. <laughs> it's a CIAA versus SWAC champion. Put them up against one another. My God. Right. I'm working on the logo now. This is about to be hilarious. The Afro-Sheen Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget about the Celebration like a... Bowl. The Afro-Sheen Bowl. Hey. Hey, have like have a scene of of an Eric LaSalle's character from Go Coming to America, <laughs> and have the, so the soul go. Let your soul glow. <laughs> Let your soul glow. <laughs> like three three Jericho stands on the couch as a logo for the Apple Bowl. Oh uh, God! I can't believe he won't be in the remake. I can't believe he won't be in it. Everyone's going to be in the Coming to America movie except for him. Everyone matter but that. him. Yes, I'm disappointed. But him. And I was trying to I, – I had an idea for a storyline. I was like, you know, the the, 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 the Soul Glow, the Soul Glow uh, franchise expands. And throughout time, yeah. you know, they would probably talk about the history, how it, it went from ball heads to braids back to yeah. Afros, and now it's like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a place for it. It was a place for it, but, you know. Yeah, I'm so disappointed in that. I'm so disappointed yeah. that everybody, even John Amos, as the head of McDowell, is going to be back in it. 
Yeah. You know, his wife, I mean, Eddie Murphy's wife, I forget her name. She's still fine as hell, by the way. She's about 60 years old. She's going to be oh, in yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, Garcia's going to be in it. Everybody's yeah. going to be in it. But Eric LaSalle, I'm mad about that. I'm so mad about that. But anyway, I'm very I'm disappointed in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's all right, though. We just came up with a funny yeah, idea, right. and I want to see how it rolls. <laughs> exactly, brother, exactly. Speaking of college football, you know, they, there's a new hire that's been made over the past few days. The most mm-hmm. notably, Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss. He's back at the SEC. Yes. Uh-huh. And Mike Norvell to Florida State. But you know yes. what? I really like Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss. I mean, I used to kid that Lane Kiffin failed up in life. You know, he, he got the Oakland job when he was like, he got the Oakland job when he was like 15 years old. It seemed like, <laughs> and then he got fired and landed in Tennessee for a year and uh-huh. coached him up for a while. But then let to go to go to USC and mm-hmm. got his ass fired on the tarmac a few years later. And ended yeah. up at, uh, <laughs> at Alabama under Nick Saban and then at Florida Atlantic after the quote unquote ass chewing, and then. Yeah. Um, He's back in the SEC. I really like that move. I mean, it's one thing about Lane Kiffin. I appreciate any shit talker. I really do. Mm-hmm. Especially if he could back it up with some results. And Lane Kiffin is that guy. And I'm waiting for Lane Kiffin to do Lane Kiffin-type things in the SEC. <laughs> Most, like, <laughs> lame, namely, troll Nick Saban. Because they're in the same, he's in the same division as Nick Saban. Same division, yeah. And you know, and 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 one thing about Lane Kiffin, I saw him knowing some offense. He's a damn good recruiter. I mean, mm-hmm. he made turn Florida Atlantic the champions, conference champions. Yeah. And you know, it's you can't deny his coaching acumen. Albeit, again, he's a him being the the quintessential control. But give me your thoughts on Lane Kiffin to Ole Miss and how excited you are. He's back in the SEC. Uh, I'm not necessarily excited. I am intrigued, though. And I am uh-huh. especially intrigued because I want to see how he will be able to compete, especially at Ole Miss, based upon what, right. what Ole Miss went through a couple of years ago with their recruiting issues. How will he be able yeah. to recruit there this go-round, especially knowing that you got to go through Alabama, right? Also, right. I'm going to be intrigued to see how the Miss, the Ole Miss alum deal with Lane there and how patient they're going to be with him. And, and that's, that's the number one thing that – yeah, see, that's, that's the thing. And, and that's the thing I, I, I always ask of any Power 5 team that's on that lower tier, Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. Rutgers, Maryland, Ole Miss – and you can almost say Tennessee now. Um, right. What are not only the program, but what are the fan bases, what are their expectations of their coaches and their new coaches when they hire them? Um, and, and what's, what's that, 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 mm, that slack that they give them until they're like, you know what, I don't know if it's necessarily working here. And that's what I'm interested to see mm-hmm. with um, um, Ole Miss and, and Lane Kiffin. I, I want to see because, you know, of course, year one's going to be the honeymoon period, and it's going to be interesting to see what he does because, of course, he's going to end up having to go through that first year of cleaning house 
and slowly bringing in his players, and he won't necessarily have his full slate of players there until year two, year three. And then at that point, how forgiving will they be if they end up having the same results? Because didn't, didn't Ole Miss have, like, a real bad loss earlier in the season? Well, let me let me see. Hold on. Let me. I mean, you can keep you can keep keep talking. I'll look them up. But I know yeah, they got, I think it I mean, was like they, I, I know you're talking about. Hold on. Let me. I'm pulling up the schedule now. Yeah, um, I think it was like maybe week three, week four. I think they had a loss like Kansas or something. It, it was it was to a school that you wouldn't have expected them to lose to. Right. Hold on. God damn it. I mean. Now, yes, it was a Power uh, Five school, I'm but it was, a, it was like one of those low end Power Five schools. Uh, let's see. I got the schedule up here. Um, come on, dude. Okay. Um, okay. Now they still lost. They got beat by California. They lost to Cal at home. Okay. They lost to Cal at home. And they see they lost to Cal. They, that's really the only, well, hold on. Um, yeah, that's the only bad loss they had, if you want to call it a bad loss. Ah, okay, um, okay. They, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they lost to Cal at home. I mean, nah. it, it, that was a one o'clock game. I, it, it was a noon game, actually. I remember that. Wow. It was a noon game, and they got beat by Cal. You got a West Coast team traveling that. east, and you lose to them. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm, I must have yeah. I must have had Ole <laughs> uh, confused with someone else, but that's still a relatively bad loss too. When you when you have a collegiate program do that to you, um, but uh, yeah, like I said, not necessarily excited. I'm I'm a little disappointed that he is leaving FAU, but it's the nature of the beast nowadays. You know, you you, you right. end up cultivating a, a small program and you become, you know, the, 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 the apple of the eye of, of, of power five programs. And then they come and snatch mm-hmm. you up and, you know, depending upon what happens, either you end up being successful there and they keep you or they chew you up and they spit you out and you become uh Willie Taggart, unfortunately. Speaking of Willie Taggart, let's get to Florida State. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's funny because it's funny how he's connected with, uh, with the uh, with the two because uh, uh, Tiger has been recently hired to fill the old coaching position at Florida oh, Atlantic. Man, yeah. He got fired after he got replaced by Mike Novell at Florida mm-hmm. State. So I really like the Novell hire at Florida State. I mean, well, first of all, mm-hmm. let's get to Tiger for a minute. I'll talk about Tiger. Um, we all y'all know that I did not like the fact that Tiger was fired just a year and a half into his tenure, even though I mm-hmm. thought that he was in over his head. After I was thought that he set himself up for failure when he when they especially I mean the first year was one thing, okay everyone was willing to give him a pass in year one, even though they didn't mm-hmm. think it was it was the first time failing to make a mole in almost in almost thirty years. Uh, well, actually, it's since nineteen seventy six, I think. So. About four over forty years. That's forty <laughs> but years, then, yeah. But then, when he came out against Boise State, gave back a thirty ten lead at home. <clears throat> Excuse me, mind you, at, at home and still playing hurt. Uh, at home <laughs> to a team not used to the heat, 
basically humidity and have the nerve to say that they have problems dehydrating the play, uh, rehydrating the players, and mm-hmm. you know other stuff. You know, during the year they got the ass kicked by Clemson. Then when they got when they quit on him against Miami at home, that's when he got fired. Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, but the thing is, is that I don't like it when a, a guy gets fired halfway to the second year. But there must have been some shit going on behind the scenes that made them want to cough up the 20 mil to get rid of him, which was the one of the greatest finesse, finesse jobs as far as I'm concerned. So Willie Tiger just had 20 mil to go away from Florida State and land a new job at Florida Atlantic. <laughs> so he's winning all the way around. He's financially winning. Um, but nevertheless, I, I like the fact that Mike Novell has been hired to leave Florida State. And, you know, I gave my spirit earlier before he jumped on that, you know, I grew up a fan of Florida State football because my mom's family's from Tallahassee. And, you know, you know, she grew up in, in Brooklyn, New York. But we used to go to Tallahassee like several times a year. My great-grandmother used to live down there. And she was oh, alive. Wow. And, and, and a host of other, my, my brother's relatives didn't go. So it wasn't included in the New York contingent. That's another, another time. But long story short, we were very close to campus. My days of running on the track there, we used to take us there when we were kids. My brother and I there we were kids. So we were immersed in the Florida State experience, even though a vast majority of my mom's relatives who stayed in Florida with the FAMU. Um, okay. Nevertheless, I still have to say that I, I, I really pay attention, close attention to Florida State. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of the football team, always has been. And while it hurt me to see them get really, really tiggered the way they did, I understood it, but I'm excited about Novell. I loved what he did at Memphis, man. He took Memphis to the stratosphere as far as I was concerned. He led to 12 wins, the most mm-hmm. wins they had as a program. And keep in mind, only, there were only maybe two or three other times where Memphis won over double digit, had over double-digit wins in their program history. So, and, 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 and Novell, he did that, I think, twice. So in four years, so I mean the man could coach. He knows offense. He's a quarterback whisperer, and you know I think he's going to big do big things for Florida State. It may it may not be next year because I like the way he said his press conference, opening press conference that it's going to take a while, and it is because Florida State needs offensive linemen, and that started mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Jimbo Fisher in his last couple of years when he checked out of the program. And by the way. Jimbo's not doing all that well at, at, uh, at Texas A&M. <laughs> at Texas A&M, you know, he is 60 not. Mil, 60 mil, you don't get what you, you – 60 mil, is, you, don't, you don't get as much as you used to for 60 mil, I guess. But No, 75 mil. <laughs> Seven wins for $75 million. Anyway, um, basically, <laughs> nevertheless, I, 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 think that, um, I think that it's going to take a while. I think it's going to be a process, but – I expect Florida State to be back in the mix in two years. So, long story short, I know I gave a dissertation there, but I, I think that Florida State will be just fine in the novel. I just I hope that the administration will be more patient with him than they were with Taggart. That's all I ask. Oh, oh man, I, I almost want to say I hope that there equally as patient with them as they were with with, with Taggart because I would have liked to have mm-hmm. seen Taggart 
at least get a full two years out of this. Right. I understand people were disappointed. Right. I understand that there were questions of whether or not, you know, because they said that team was completely undisciplined under him, and it just seemed to be an issue yeah. that he just could not get under control. And I understand, like you said, the like Miami game situation. Too. Yeah. Yeah, so I understand all of that. But, God, at least give them until the end of the season. And that that, that was the thing that disappointed me the most. So, you know, yeah. I, I hope they, you know, I, I want your boy to succeed. But, uh, you know, it, I, I, I want to see if they give him the same type of consideration that they gave Willie. You know, because mm. I, 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 just, I just hope it's not that type of situation where, you know, and, and, and I, I hate to say this out loud. You know mm. that it, it, it's not an issue with with these uh, skin tone at Florida State because we know yeah. that there aren't a lot of African American head coaches in the collegiate ranks, and and right. you know that fraternity that's why I didn't like tends to get smaller that's year in and year like. out. Yeah, yeah, and that and I didn't. That's why it may have something to do. You know, I know people were quick to point to Chad Moore's being fired at SM, at SMU, at, uh, not SMU, but at Arkansas only after mm-hmm. a year and a half as well. But that, but two more, but two things can be true, right? Mm-hmm. Tiger could have been in over his head, but also race could have had something to do with that as well, as far as the time. Exactly. And, that, and that's why I'm so pulled into two different directions because yes, he's black, but there's no control there. And is that a right. situation where they just didn't like him or that's just his coaching style? And I'm like, uh, and he, but you have to do something as a program to make it right. If you don't, you don't yeah, want to be and stuck you know in a situation where it continuously gets bad. Right. And I think that's why Florida State pulled the plug. But from what I've heard, the players like Taggart. The administration really liked Taggart. Mm-hmm. But the boosters didn't. The, the, the donors didn't. The Which fans, is why it was so easy some, for them to get that money did. up so quickly. Right. A lot of the fans did. But mm-hmm. there was enough of the fans that, you know, they didn't go to the games. And, you know, you know the ultimate the ultimate common denominator is money. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the equal, I should say, is money. If you're not making enough of it for whatever reason, you got to change, make changes some way, somehow. And, yeah. you know, when you talk about Lack of attendance at home games and those boosters not feeling not feeling the coach, you know, that it's going to change. And unfortunately, yeah, and that's the thing. So the people pull the purse strings, force them force the move in Florida State. And yeah. uh, you know, hey, it is what it is, but it's fucked up. But I mean, Tiger hopefully will do better at Florida at Florida Atlantic. And uh, yes, and you know. Hopefully, you know, Norville does his thing at Florida State. But, yeah, just I did not like the end of firing over a year, just after a year and a half. But Tiger has to do better. That's just all yeah. there is to it. Speaking of needing to do better, we'll get to what mm-hmm. closes out on this, man. Those fucking Patriots. Right <laughs> again. It's like, you know, oh. it's like that crack fiend who can't help himself. You know, yeah. he's to wean himself off the, off the crack. They only find himself scratching himself in the middle of a basement somewhere. That's the New England Patriots and cheat in a nutshell as it relates to cheating. They just addicted, man. They they're fiending for cheating. It's like <sighs> okay, for those who don't know what they'll happen, 
let's just I'll I, I say this. Okay, it's doing week 14, right? Last week, this past weekend, the Patriots apparently sent the video team to Cleveland to film a documentary on the, and the dance scout who was at the game watching the Browns and Bengals play, you know, with the Bengals set to play the Patriots this coming weekend, right, week 15. Mm-hmm. The documentary was called, was part of a, a, quote, do your job series, which I think is ironic on so many levels. That's on the Patriots <laughs> website. So basically, so basically, like, year, if you, for those that had kept up with the video, in previous ep- documentary episodes, they profiled the a dietitian, the training staff, and the video department. So pretty much this 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 particular episode, if you will, is about an advanced scout visiting the Browns Bengals game to prepare a report for Belichick for on the one and eleven Bengals, right? Emphasis mm-hmm. on the one and eleven Bengals. They suck, mm-hmm. you don't need to do all that. Um but anyway, the Patriots sent the third party contractor, right, to Cleveland for the shoot. They're conditioned by the Browns, but but the Bengals in the NFL were not made aware by either the Patriots or the Browns of the patients of a Pat's video crew. So, get this, according to a report from Diana Rossini, a fine self of ESPN, a Bengals <laughs> staffer, hey, seriously, those of you guys out there and some gals, Google Diana, uh, Diana Rossini. You're welcome. Anyway, I'll tell you like this, Bengals staffer, Scott. Yep. Di- yep. Diana used to be here locally before moving up to ESPN. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yes. So yeah, yes. I, I, I remember Diana uh, vividly. Matter of fact, I came across cameramen who worked with Diana right before she left, and we had some uh-huh. interesting conversations about about uh, Miss. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah, so, I bet you did. Yeah. I bet you did. Anyway, before we get off track, according <laughs> uh, <laughs> to her report, a Bingo staffer spotted the Patriots.com credential cameraman with Boston Bruins gear on and proceeded to observe what the cameraman was doing. So allegedly, mm-hmm. the cameraman proceeded to point his camera at the Bingo's coaching staff and sideline for essentially the entire quarter. At this particular point, the employee who was watching the cameraman got me in relations, who got security, and as you can imagine, things got a little awkward. This is mm-hmm. Diana's uh, Twitter feed, okay? Uh, let's see. So basically she's going on and so she said the Bengals employee apparently kept an eye on the monitor after the uh, cameraman identified himself as a Robert Kraft employee, i.e. Patriots employee. So after the Bengals employee kept an eye on that on, on that monitor, in the shot of the, uh, the shot of the Bengals coaches and staff on the sidelines of the entire first quarter, so the Bengals employee flagged the media relations as I mentioned earlier. Security then interviewed the Kraft videographer since he identified himself as a Kraft employee, Robert Kraft employee. This was also taped. So basically, the cameraman asked, "Get this: if they could just delete the footage." And it all be forgotten poor sources. Now, if you're not doing anything wrong, why the hell are you suggesting that he just delete, delete the, the damn footage. video? Come yeah. on. Are you serious? Come on, New England. Yeah. Why the Bengals? Wow. I mean, I know you I know you want to cheat. That's what you do. I mean, you're addicted. Again, 
the, 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 the Patriots are cheating. The Patriots are addicted to cheating like a crackhead is addicted to crack. I get it. That's just who they are. But the fucking Bengals? The 1-11 Bengals? Why? 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 We need against all those guys. They suck. Just show the hell out the ball. Are you serious? Man, look. This is one big reason. Well, it's one of the reasons why I can't stand New England. It's the arrogance. I mean, it's like they don't think that the rules apply to them, and they just don't care. They just don't <laughs> care. They do it because they can. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, Dwayne, you're my partner. You tell me. Yeah. Am I overreacting? Am I overreacting with this? With this, even though this is not nearly as bad as Spygate? But what are your thoughts? What are I'll say thoughts? this. Yeah. You're, you're over, yes and no, you're overreacting, right? Okay. The reason why right. I say yes is my theory is this. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And That's true. And I truly believe that there are more teams out there. As long, yeah, as long as you don't get caught. You know, and I truly believe that there are more teams out there cheating than, than what we well what we care to believe. Right, because I just find it very right. interesting that in Major League Baseball and NFL that it's only the Astros and the Patriots, the two teams that just happen to be winning a championship, are the only two teams cheating. Mm-hmm. I I I, I right. doubt that very seriously. Right. Um, right. But the reason why I said that you're not overreacting is because of the, the blatantness, the ballsiness, if you will. Of your boy to be mm. like, man, hey, let's just delete the tapes and it is what it. Word, but yeah. she's supposed to be filming a documentary. Yeah. And, and once again, this is it's what I get. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. This is what I get for defending anyone without knowing the facts. Because I, you know, I was like, dude, why, why would they, why would anybody have to cheat? It's the, it's the Bengals, dude. Stop playing. It's the Bengals. It's the Bengals. Right. Just run your play. It's the Bengals. But, I mean, as a pro team, you do still need to scout everybody. I don't, I don't care because they are a pro team. You still got to get ready. You got to be prepped. Electric. You got to go through your process. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I mean, respect them for who they are. They're still a pro team. But, my God, if they ain't the 1-11 Cincinnati Bengals. But you got to remember, right? they just came off a, a one-game win streak before going up to play uh, Cincinnati. And they all they gave Cincinnati fifth, so not Cincinnati but Cleveland. They gave Cleveland fifth. So watch it, man. Cleveland, watch them yeah. out. They gave Cleveland fifth, <laughs> and they just beat uh, what was it, the Jets the week prior. Watch them out. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you still got to get ready. Watch your um, mouth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Watch your mouth. And and then let's not act like the 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 Patriots offense hasn't been struggling over the past couple of weeks. And that's all it takes is for that offense to go out there and struggle one more time against the Bengals, who with a, a, a semi, and I'm doing semi real small, rejuvenated uh, 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 Andy Dalton out there who can right. go out there and make a couple of plays. And then you got the, the Patriots losing to the Bengals. And, of course, so nobody in New England want that to happen. So you got to go ahead and get yourself prepped. Now, 
we already know about uh, 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 the, the attempt to steal signs in all major sports. But to, to mm-hmm. video record it, huh, man, I like I said, I got mixed reactions because guys, teams are stealing signs all the time. Now, whether or not you're recording it, whether or not you're watching, you know, NFL footage, game footage, however you're doing it, because that's the other thing, too. Is I'm, I'm trying to remember because this came up during Spygate. And, and once again, I'm not trying to forgive them for this, but I thought right. there was a situation where NFL teams had cameras in their boxes anyway, recording sidelines to some degree. Mm-hmm. But this is just playing straight out retarded for your boy one to be out there wearing a Bruins jacket. Duh. You're already snitching on yourself right there, number one. You might as well just go ahead and just wear right. a Patriots jacket while you're at it. And a Tom Brady hat. Why not? Why not, dude? You're already bringing attention to yourself for wearing a hockey jersey, wearing a hockey jacket to an NFL game. I hate people who do stuff like that. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially if the gear don't, don't even Don't be match. that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah. And, and I see that guy all the time. Don't be that guy. Mind you, I don't mind if you're at a Nats game and you're wearing a Cats hat. Red, white, blue, match red, white, and blue. Fine. But you're out there right. in a black and gold jacket against two teams that's wearing orange. Stop it, dog. Yeah. And then you come out and be like, mm, let's just delete the tapes and let bygones be bygones? Yeah. That was very yeah. reminiscent. Here's the thing. Go ahead. You know, yeah, you know, I was going to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was going to say, Bill Belichick, as I call yeah. him, and as I should have called him, Belichick, he had, he <laughs> said that he had no knowledge of the uh, videographer, which I yeah. find to be bullshit, because anything that we know about Bill Belichick, he knows He knows everything. everything. He and knows I mean, everything. everything that goes on. It's hard for me to believe that he did not know that a third party going for a contractor shooting a video on the Patriots website that he didn't know that they were going to be not only at the Browns game, but videotape the Bengals sideline. Who, by the way, is going to be an opponent this weekend. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And and at least Roger, Roger Goodevil, the commissioner, I call Roger, Roger Goodevil, um, at least he's <laughs> doing something this time as far as investigating himself, running the tapes, showing the tapes like he did last time. But I tell you what, man, <clears throat> if there's proof that that uh, Belichick knew about this and signed off on it, he should get at least at least what Sean Payton got for his role in Downingate, and that's a year-long suspension. Yeah, effective immediately. He should get at least that. At least that. Because at least with Bounty Gate, you're not fucking with the integrity of the game. In other words, you're not cheating. You're just, giving, just doing bounties. Bounties are not cheating. That's just mm-hmm. some extracurricular violence shit. But nevertheless, that's yeah. nothing like cheating. So he should get at least, Belichick should get at least a year if it's proven that he didn't know something about it and sign off on it. And maybe fired. From from uh, by uh, your boy, Mr. Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. Because fines fines do nothing to the Patriots. They got money. They can pay them right. fines. They're fine. 
But right. I'm about to say something, Scott, and you're going to look so, at me funny, and you're going to question me when I say right this. <laughs> two, re- two other reasons why I think that you're overreacting, right? Okay. One, it's still football, player. Yeah, you may know what play I'm going to run, but you still got to stop me. And I'm sorry. Sure, as a man, I'm going up there and I'm doing whatever I can to make sure either that I do stop you or that you don't stop me. I'm still going to try to make a play. I'm going to still go out there and try to make a play. Yes, you might know what I'm about to run, but I need to make sure that I go out there and I run this play better than you can stop this play, regardless if you know it or not. And we've had instances where players have told other players, or told opponents what they play, what play they're going to run. They run that play and they still can't stop them. That just shows me that you're better than you're better at doing what you're supposed to do than that dude is what he's supposed to do. And number two, right? When was uh, mm-hmm. Spygate again? That was a long ass time ago. That was. Um... Damn, how long ago was that? That was, uh, was that they lost traffic some of that shit, too. Some, yeah, no, uh, it was after, right? No, it was after that because that was that, that was after the Rams Super Bowl. That was after the Panthers Super Bowl. That was, uh, ah. let me let me look, look it up right, right quick. Um, I'm at my laptop now. You can but tell. either way, uh, it's, it's at least 10 yeah. years, right? It's been a while. I know it's that. It's been, been at least 10 years. Yeah. My yeah. thing is this. If you know you got a thief coming to your house, you ain't prepping 2007. for that thief. Yeah, 2007. Yeah, it's been well over 10 years. If you know you got a thief yeah. that's coming to your house, you ain't prepping for that yeah. thief. You ain't hiding your good jewelry. You're not keeping your <laughs> purse close to you. Man, you ain't making no provisions for this thief. You know they got a history of, of, of potentially recording signs and doing whatever they can. You ain't prepped for that? It's been twelve years. You <laughs> Dude, keep... I just can't get over I just can't get over the fact that this is the same organization who of whom Peyton Manning would say when if they were at your let's stay there for games, they would have meaningful conversations in the hallway instead of the locker room because they were afraid the locker rooms were being bugged. But then yeah. about about uh, about other teams' uh, uh, audio suddenly not working during yeah. games in Foxborough, and yeah. we all know what happened to a spy gate in 2007. That mm-hmm. they that they got a slap on the wrist and loss of a couple of draft picks. Yeah, and so not really. Like, yeah, you 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 know they steal. Why do you leave your wallet on the table and then go to the bathroom? And left them there, leaving them there unattended, and then mad because you missed twenty bucks. Come on, man, stop it. Right. You're doing this to yourself. Get yourself prepped. Get yourself ready. If anything, all teams. Stop I'm, yeah, I'm not even gonna make that bold, bold proclamation of all teams cheat. But if, like I said before, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, and you know these bamas already got a history of, you should be ready when you go play the Patriots. I'm sorry, and if you wait, right. you, you, that's, that's a problem. True. But that doesn't. That doesn't uh, make it okay for you to send some crony wearing a dumbass a Bruins jacket to a football game to do what he did. It doesn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just not over them just getting a slap on the wrist in 2007 to Spygate. 
No, and I completely, I completely understand people who are upset about that, and I completely understand the cynicism that people would have coming into this situation about how Goodell and the NFL will handle this situation. I, 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 I do. Uh, so you know, it is what it is. But I just wish the Redskins would do the same yeah. thing. You know, maybe we have a couple of yeah, balls by now. <laughs> but would have helped them though. We would have helped them. We would have screwed that up though. He would. At least Robert Kraft is smart enough to cover it. <laughs> Bruce Allen messed it up completely. Uh, that's another podcast for another time. You know that, though, right? Yeah, it is, player. Danny Boy Snyder himself. That's another podcast for another <laughs> time. It really is. I really feel bad for y'all. But anyway, all right, man. Number <laughs> good vibes. Number good vibes here. Uh, but I uh, hope you enjoy uh, uh, Bowl Week. I know we got a lot to talk about bowl, doing Bowl Week, including the upcoming uh, 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 Celebration Bowl and everything. So Ooh. I know you'll yes, be right there. I know you're going to have some fun in the ATL. So we'll talk about that and the, and the 1,000 other bowls that will be going on starting next week. So, uh, yeah, man. And uh, let's see if uh, if the New England Patriots are less cheating or help them against the Bengals any. It would be funny <laughs> if, if it didn't, though. Man, be if, it work. If, if they don't beat the spread, no. whatever the spread is, it's going to be a problem in yes. Foxborough. Yes. Yes, it will be. Either way, it'll be, it'll be something to look out for. All right, bro. Until next week. Take a like. All right, player. I'll at you. All right, peace out. That's my Dave. boy, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on um, Sleazy Radio. Every Tuesday night on Facebook Live as well as the sports blog, the yards slash HBCU Sports, reps about all things HBCU Sports. Big gulp to into the clan arm, Miss Scott Burks, playing her with a cold. Hope y'all stay warm wherever you are. Until next time, oh, peace.